Hello, the internet, and welcome to this episode of Barbecue Burnt Trends. Mm. Uh, that is courtesy of the Discord. Uh, I'm Jack. That's Miles. Oh, man. I'd like some burnt ends, actually. Yeah, I would, too. Uh, I, I, that's the first time a show title just kind of derailed me for a second. And I'm just <laughs> thinking about food. I'm like, I need to eat. Anyway, yes. Yeah. Burnt ends. Delish. <laughs> that, like, mixture of, like, kind of char with like the fatty of the beef oh man i can feel it i can taste it uh let's talk about what is trending shall we okay let's do that okay uh on the mind uh jay-z is trending uh today is his 51st birthday um Mm. It's also the 51 year Fred Hampton is trending because it's the 51 year anniversary of his murder. Uh, ah. He was murdered by the FBI, uh, yeah. which started fe- hearing about COINTEL Pro. Yeah, that's right. Uh, oh, um, it's like the government was identifying leaders who were fighting for equality. Huh, anyway, ah, it's uh, that's that's a very interesting overlap. Uh, you'd think that maybe you'd wish Jay had a little bit of Fred Hampton in him. You, you would know, think maybe so. that NFL decision would have gone a different direction. The um, Fred Hamptons. So Jay Z mentioned uh, "Born on the Day Fred Hampton Died" in the song "Murdered Excellence" from Watch the Thrones. Uh, but "Born on the Day Fred Hampton Died," like saying he died, is a little mm. bit. A little passive, Jay. Yeah, yeah, when he was assassinated by the FBI. Like he's still learning. Well, at the end of the day, Jay's told people he's a capitalist, you know, so you can't right. really expect much from someone whose like entire career is like, look, I'll take $3 and make it $5 billion. That's my thing. But Fred Hampton Jr. was like this, called him Slave G or Slave Z and uh, uh, said that, criticized him for invoking his father's name and not That's saying fair. he was assassinated. Ah, fair, fair, fair. Yeah, yeah. Jay Z though, wow, what a what a what a life, huh? Fifty one years young. Yeah, and to think Fred Hampton died when he was twenty one, or that's not wild. that he died, he was murdered, assassinated when he was twenty one years old, and that yeah. whole thing is murky. As I mean, like obviously we know the Chicago PD murdered him, and it was all coordinated under this program. But my God, yeah. Is it thirteenth that talks about that that was a concerted strategy to rob, like? the black community of their leadership by assassinating them. I do. They discuss, man, it's been so long since I watched 13th, but I feel like it, any documentary talking about anything to do with the push for racial justice has to mention that if you're going to be like responsibly describing the environment yeah. where black activists are operating in. Yeah. But just the idea that it was systemic. Um, hopefully they didn't destroy all the documents so we can, Finally, one day, just point to them and be like, see? Are you you mad that Trump, remember he said he had all these JFK documents he was going to release, like, early on? Yeah, I'd... Whatever happened, they never dropped. I mean, broken promises made, promises broken, as we all know, but... Yeah, I do feel like that would have tainted it a little bit, because then you can't really trust anything that's coming out from the Trump administration. Uh, Mm -hmm. Also... I know who did it now. Oh, yeah. We already know. But anyway, yeah. tune in next week for that for that cliffhanger. George Bush Sr. Um, Euphoria is trending. Uh, they're dropping a two-part holiday special, which I think is an underrated move for TV shows in this streaming era of ours. Yeah. 
taking a book out of like I feel like UK series do that. Sometimes. Yeah, Black Mirror did it and had, had a couple really good episodes drop. Yeah, but it it makes sense because like in the streaming era, era, error, uh, yeah. in the streaming era, the shows like remember Making a Murder came out. I think it was yep. over Thanksgiving break, maybe, and like every Christmas. I think 2015 going into 16. Yeah, and everybody like was, just watched that shit. It coincided with me being very dismissive of Donald Trump's campaign. I was like, "Yeah, <laughs> making him more of that." Yeah, this guy I was like, "This guy's got too many negatives." Don't yeah, worry, yeah. don't oh, worry, guys. Fuck. Nate Silver says it's cool, <laughs> but anyways, uh, let's get more holiday. I. I my understanding of the Euphoria holiday special, mm-hmm. more melancholy than merry. Uh, oh, no. That's a direct quote from the New York Post uh, review of it. But how, um, does, how do they go hand in hand at all? I mean, is it is it meant to be a holiday special or they're just doing something around this time and it's Euphoria content? Probably just. But I mean, I, I guess if you if you have a two episode story arc then maybe you you're just like why don't we drop it around the holiday uh, right i couldn't know, imagine it's, it's like season. taking place during you know the holidays and like these kids are like fucking drugged out of their minds at like the dinner table and you know but the holidays are a tough time for you know right but that's what I'm like is that the best drug? content to put out when already like you're counteracting like a, a dark period for this uh, across the world you know in general yeah. but i don't know whatever it's not like i'm saying euphoria is responsible for the well-being of earth no i blame euphoria um all right well yeah yeah you're like uh you're like that my neighbor who's uh the 63 year old woman who's always petitioning outside of our street with the euphoria is the devil's work sign <laughs> Uh, but yeah, shout out to anybody who's struggling with addiction. This is uh, when we usually see a big influx coming into the rooms. People are happy to help. Uh, yeah. So yeah, it's not it's not hopeless. There's people out there who are dealing with the exact same shit as you. Uh, yeah, yeah. And a community to help too. Yeah, exactly. Weed is trending. Weed? Hey, 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 weed, what? weed, weed. <laughs> <laughs> Why is weed trending? Oh, man, weed, cannabis, THC, more act. They're all trending because Kong, that House of Representatives side of Congress, uh, passed a bill, 228 to 164, mostly on party lines, uh, to help decriminalize weed. It's called the Marijuana Opportunity Reinvestment and Expungement Act. Oh, shit. Uh, and basically saying... Removing cannabis from the you know federally controlled substances list, and then also facilitates canceling of low-level federal convictions and arrests that are related to marijuana. Also uh, creates an excise tax on cannabis sales. Obviously, like most states that are doing it legally, directs the money to be targeted to communities adversely affected by the war on drugs. I mean, I I like what is being said on paper, but hopefully that will actually come into practice. And as well as um, adds incentives for like minority-owned businesses to get into the cannabis market because i think a lot of the thing people talk about especially around cannabis legalization is it's been such an illegal it's been a you know banned substance uh and people of color have taken the brunt of it when it was you know a banned substance or illegal and now that it's there we we cannot forget about like what the effects were on this war on drug and the ability to allow people to find an opportunity in these spaces too so uh you know it'll we'll see what happens in the senate uh but you know, well, it, it, 
the Republicans are very much just looking at it very narrowly, as you can imagine, because anything that's restorative to, uh, you know, address any of the shortcomings of policy is like, oh, what are we going to do? Just give people free blank or let people out of jail because of we fucked up and had barbaric drug policies in a fucking war. We love whatever. So, but 228 we'll to 164 is pretty like, that's pretty resounding, right? I mean, it's on party. Like they did get uh, five Republicans, five Republicans came through. Okay. Uh, to vote with them. Six Democrats said no. So, you know, <laughs> I think those, that's it. That's a good sign to see like who you're, who's, who's mobile in terms of going across the aisle there. Uh, but yeah, it's I think like like most people are seeing states are just sort of taking the charge on their own now because they see that, you know, obviously there's still a huge piece missing on how to correct like the the restorative justice aspects of it and correcting the drug war parts of it. And the people have been locked up when uh, during prohibition of cannabis from a legislative standpoint, it's like it's a whole new revenue stream, like just tax this shit. And now right. we're 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 if we're creating more revenue to do things. But it's really, you want these bills made that it's predefined. It's not like the governor decides that this is part of a mo- a movement to rehabilitate these communities. Right. And what, what will be the, so if the legislation passes and, you know, the, like, wh- is there something that says that just makes it available for people to appeal and like get their record expunged or like, to, is there some automatic trigger that would, help people who are in prison for I I haven't I don't know like the fine right. fine language of it but right. essentially it's opening the door for that process to nice. begin and it and not, might not be as as difficult but this is just the top line version so like until we kind of really dig in I'm I I don't have the the full full picture right. but at the very least I think just to take this as a moment where uh marijuana legalization is you know starting to percolate a little bit more on the hill yeah uh, and finally, Miles, let's open and close uh, today's show with some old ass rappers. Uh, mm-hmm. LL Cool J is trending. Yeah. Why? Hell why yeah. is he trending? I actually don't know. On Twitter, he's trending, and it's apparently because I mean, hold on to your butts, Reagan Gomez. Uh, if you remember her, the the famed performer from the nineties. Uh, I think she was on what the uh, uh, was it uh, Townsend, the Parenthood. Okay, that's why I remember her from, um, and many other things. She was tweeting about that. I don't know if you remember in the '90s there was that LL Cool J Gap commercial where he's wearing like the white shirt and he's like rapping on the, you know, like when the Gap was doing those white background ads and people were just oh, wearing right, Gap jeans. Right. Well, yeah. they're talking about it because he's wearing he was wearing a FUBU hat during <laughs> that Gap ad, and it's just Hell kind yeah. of a legendary <laughs> marketing story because. FUBU, if you don't know, for, for people who aren't familiar, uh, was the brand For Us, By Us, black-owned fashion brand. And it basically came to, like, this moment with, with LL Cool J appearing in this Gap commercial, he basically hijacked a Gap commercial to be a FUBU ad. And right. even said the words For Us, By Us, like, in the lyrics of this Gap ad. And people were, like, associating that with something you could buy at the Gap. So people were coming to the Gap, be like, hey, do you have FUBU, like, from the commercial? And they're like, what? The Gap people didn't think twice about his hat when he was wearing it. What? Absolutely. No. And that's, They just like, the didn't thing. notice? I think it's just that, she, I mean, we've seen the decisions that have come out of the marketing offices of these brands. Like, right. there's a lot of groupthink going on there and a lot of, not a lot of nuance when it comes to race or what anything. So I have a feeling they were just very dismissive. Right. Like, yeah, let him wear his little hat. Who cares? It's right. a gap ad. <laughs> his and little then, hat. yeah, and then cut to 
boom. Uh, here's LL Cool J uh, with some with a little little subversive advertising for you. Yeah. Hey, working within the system. Exactly. Uh, there you go. Just like Jay Z would have us do. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah. What is what's LL Cool J? Where is he at in his political journey? Starring on NCIS, right? Isn't he? Yeah. On that show? Oh, yeah. Right. Yeah. Think he's reading Engels or anything? <laughs> yeah, probably. Almost definitely. In the lab. <laughs> ba- based on his, his performance, seems very informed by socialism uh, on NCIS. Definitely. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, we, I mean, doubtless. Uh, all right, Miles, that's the week, man. Uh, yeah, yeah. We are back on Monday with a whole ass episode of the show. Uh, until then, be kind to each other, be kind to yourselves, wear a mask, wash your hands, stay inside, don't do nothing about white supremacy. Have a great weekend. We will talk to y'all on Monday. Bye. Bye.